Welcome to a time of scripture meditation. I invite you to take a moment to get settled into your chair. Maybe plant your feet firmly on the ground and root your sits bones into the seat of the chair. Maybe your hands rest on top of your thighs or maybe your palms are face up towards the ceiling, whatever feels best in your body. And then I invite you to close down your eyes or just bring a soft gaze down. Take a moment to relax your shoulders away from your ears. Relax your jaw and unfurl your brow. Now let's take a deep breath in through the nose and let it out through the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth. One more time, in through the nose and out through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Seal the lips and exhale through the nose. Genesis 2, 7 says, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. So as you begin to connect to your breath, I just invite you to take a moment to give thanks to the one who gave you that breath and know that he is as close to you as your next breath. Now I just invite you to begin to notice what your breath is like. Don't try to change anything about it. Just notice it. Is it fast or slow? Do you feel your chest rising or your belly expanding as you inhale? Can you begin to notice the temperature or quality of your breath? Now I invite you to try to make your inhale a little deeper and your exhale a little longer. Can you begin to let your breath come all the way down to the bottom of your lungs, letting your belly expand, let your ribs expand? And as you exhale, can you begin to empty your lungs like you're emptying a balloon, releasing that stale air that's no longer serving you? And then just begin to let each breath be a little more expansive than the last. We're going to tie in our breath prayer. This practice of breath prayer is the intentional linking of our breath with a word or a short phrase. Breathing is something that comes naturally. It's automatic, continuous, and involuntary. And when we let our inhales and our exhales represent an intentionally chosen prayer, we begin to live out Paul's instructions in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 to pray without ceasing. So in the quiet of your heart, on your next inhale, whisper, delight. And as you exhale, whisper, not drudgery. Inhale, delight. And exhale, not drudgery. 
Take a moment to just breathe and pray it out with your own rhythm of breath. Inhale delight and exhale, not drudgery. And return to a comfortable depth and rhythm of breath and just listen. When you hear the word discipline, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Are you like me where you immediately think, ugh, discipline is something I have to do that's going to suck? Or, ugh, I'm going to have to give up something that I love. Where do you feel it in your body when you hear the word discipline? Or perhaps you're able to come at the word discipline from a more joyful perspective. The more I delve into the idea of discipline, the more I'm able to see it with a joy joyful perspective. And here's why. To excel in anything, discipline is required. So let's say you're a baseball player and wanna get a better batting average. What do you do? You have a disciplined batting practice, right? Or let's say you're a runner and you want to increase your mile time. What do you do? You have a disciplined running practice. The same goes for everything in your life that you want to get better at. If you say you want to get better at something, but then put forth no effort to improve, you must ask yourself, do I really want to get better? You must have a disciplined practice to see forward progress in anything you do. The same truth goes for our spiritual life. If we want to grow closer to God, we must practice spiritual disciplines. While this is not an exhaustive list of spiritual disciplines, there are some that are non-negotiables to growing in your walk with Christ. Reading your Bible, spending time in prayer, worship, confession, and rest. First Timothy 4.7 states the purpose of practicing spiritual disciplines is godliness. So today our scripture meditation is centered on discipline. As I read the passage over you this first time, I just want you to let the words wash over you and through you. Don't try to analyze them or apply them. Just listen to the words and notice the effect they have on your body and on your heart. Hebrews 12:11 says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Bill Galtier writes in his blog titled Spiritual Disciplines List. Effective discipline is not drudgery. It's delightful. Of course, training has difficult aspects, but the hard work pays off to facilitate ease and joy of living. Just watch a master pianist and you'll see that he or she is not straining to do well, 
but enjoying the music. Hence, Richard Foster insists that we're meant to celebrate as we participate disciplines for growth in Christ. So what does this look like for you? How can you celebrate as you practice discipline? Are you scared of letting go of the old? Are you clinging to the comfort you know? How can you take action towards forward progress? As I read God's word over you again, this time I want you to listen for a word or phrase that stands out to you. In the pause after, let that word or phrase land and take up space. Let the Holy Spirit breathe on it and then begin to notice its impact on you. Hebrews 12:11 says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Peace. God has promised us peace. He has even given us instructions on how to achieve it, but it's up to us to be disciplined enough to take action to obtain it. So I ask you, where is God calling you to be more disciplined in your life? Can you approach that discipline with delight and not drudgery? As I read God's word over you this last time, I want you to just listen for how you can apply his word to your life. Like a puzzle piece, how does it fit in your life and in your heart? And in the pause after, reflect and ask yourself, how then will I live in the light of God's truth? Hebrews 12:11 says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Father God, thank you for this call to discipline. Lord, as we approach this next year of cultivating spiritual disciplines in our life, may we approach it with delight and not drudgery. Lord, thank you for this community of women that you have brought together to hold each other accountable and cheer each other on as we move into a discipline of life that will produce a harvest of righteousness and peace. It's in your name I pray. Amen.